we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Luke 17 and 11 says, and it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem, Jesus, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Now, you understand leprosy was the uh, flesh eating disease back then. It was highly contagious, airborne by touch, everything. So they had to keep a certain distance outside of the city. And in order to it was like quarantine in order to get back in the city, they had to go to the priest. The priest had to examine them and tell them, you know, whether or not they could re-enter civilization because, of course, there was no cure for this disease back then. And, um, and they, as they stood afar off and they lifted up their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that what? As they what? As they went, they were what? And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, fell down on his face at Jesus's feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So the Jews didn't even like them. Jesus said, man, but wasn't it 10 of y'all? Where are the nine? There are not found that return to give God glory, save this stranger or this enemy of the Jews. And he said unto them, arise, he said unto him, arise, go thy way. Thy faith has done what? And you got to understand when he says thy faith has made thee whole, he's not talking about the leprosy. He's talking about this dude. You got more than healed. You are made whole. Be thankful for the things you look at somebody and say, be thankful for the things you have. Be thankful for the things you have. We must always give thanks to God for all that he has allowed us to possess. First Chronicles 16 and 8. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name and do what? Make known his deeds among the people. So we should always give thanks for all that he has allowed us. How many of you have something? Something, something more than $15 in the bank. You have something. Amen. You can't even get that out with the ATM. So that's going to be in there. (laughs) Until the fees roll through. But we're going to give thanks unto the Lord because we have something. We all in all of us in here has something. Amen. Look at your shoes. Look at your shoes. Everybody in here got some some nice shoes. Semi-nice. You look nice. So I, we, we should be giving God thanks. We didn't have to. We, I mean, we could all be broke. And we could be third world broke. Because American broke is all right. You can be broke in America and eat better than folks with money. I've done that. Amen. Food stamps. We was inviting folks over. We was eating better then than now. We had the paper stamps too that looked like money. Yeah, yeah, I got them cards and stuff. We had the paper stamps. Folks was exchanging it for their hair getting done. 
Okay, I'll give you a $200 worth of these for $50 washing set. Man, we will mess some stuff up over here. We will mess the whole system up. It's us. It's us. It's us. We'll mess the whole, we'll bring the whole system down with our ideas. But we got to give thanks because there was a time. I mean, there was a time when you was on welfare. And now you're not. Amen. And you might be on it now. and You're not going to be on it forever. God's going to tell you one day, get off of it. That's what he told me. He spoke to me and said, get off. I was like, but Lord, this is free money. Lord said, you ought to be ashamed to go down there and get that money every month. No, no, not really. Not really, Lord. I mean, not really. But if you say so, God, you are God. (laughs) Maybe I'll feel it later, but right now, I'm okay. Amen. But we went through that period, man. We didn't have no money. Amen. Just didn't have no money. And that was my, that was my punishment. I had to go through that. God wanted me to go through that period so I would understand the value of stuff. Your experience and process may be different, but I thank God he took me through that period. Amen. Cause I understand stuff now and I give him thanks all the time for what he's given me. Amen. I can, I can dress better. Amen. Whoa. Man, I remember my, when I met my wife, boy, I had a basket of clothes with two, three, three shirts and two pairs of pants, and I would go to over folks' house try to wash them. That's how broke I was, in a basket. And I'd try to change them outfits up. Man, I don't know what the mathematics is on that, but there's only so many combinations. Roll the sleeves up. Turn it inside out. Hey, man, but eventually, I know she noticed, but I just said, you know what? I'm just going to make her fall crazy in love. She is going to be blind. Blindly in love. She ain't going to even know. It worked, too, didn't it? She fell in love. She didn't care about them clothes. She's like, no. Are they on you? Then bring it on. Hey, man. But that's, that's the, you know, that's a period I had to go through. I'll never forget it. I thank God for everything He's done for me. Amen. And you should too. Make known his deeds among the people. Amen. Most of us have an abundance of food and clothing. You got stuff in your cupboard that you not going to eat. Talking about you hungry. Ain't nothing to eat. No, no, no. You haven't got to the ain't nothing to eat stage. The ain't nothing to eat stage. I've been there. I've crunched dry macaroni. Water was off, so you couldn't boil the cheese. Didn't have no milk. You couldn't make the cheese packet. So we just crunched the dry noodles. See, you ain't never done that. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't been hungry. Mayonnaise, well, it was salad dressing sound. Mayonnaise cost too much. There's a difference. You didn't even know there was a difference between mayonnaise and salad dressing. They look the same. Salad dressing save you about a dollar. See, y'all don't know. Spread that on some bread and eat it. Didn't have no bread? Lick it off the knife. Be be careful, though. Be careful. 
these kids, man, they don't know. Man, they don't look at Jesus. He don't know. He don't know. <laughs> but them Jesus would have been rich. <laughs> man, I could care less about my wardrobe back then. I didn't care what symbol was on my shoes. Shoot, I was hungry. You know, you don't be looking down when, it's, when you're hungry. You keep looking forward. You don't look in mirrors when you're hungry. I don't even want to see. <laughs> but y'all ain't been hungry, man. You know, the hamburger helper without the burger. Just helper. I remember me and my cousin got so hungry one time. Oh, we was hungry. We got so hungry one time until somebody had put a pack of uh, Polish sausage in it and froze it. It was frozen. And we was hungry. So we took that packet, opened it up. We were so hungry that we cooked it on the flame on the stove, on the butane. And we could only cook it Till it got cold again and then eat. And then cook it some more and eat. We didn't know we was eating butane. We thought fire just made itself. And we were sick. <laughs> we was driving down the street. We had to pull over and we almost, I mean, we were just throwing up. We were sick. But man, we was that hungry. You ain't see, you ain't hungry. They see the glory. They don't know the stuff. Well, you don't know. You just don't know. I was telling Gerard, we were just talking about that. I just broke down crying. And he was looking at me like, maybe you shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> I was telling him about my past and different things. And, you know, and man, I mean, I'm telling you, you just, y'all just don't know. You ain't been hungry. I've been hungry. I've been hungry. Well, somebody, you may have been hungry, but we spoiled. We are spoiled. You decide right now what you're going to eat after service. You can go anywhere you want. I'm not going there because it costs too much. We couldn't even say that. I'm going home. Cup of noodles. A-C. Amen. Yeah, so we should, most of us have an abundance of food and clothing. We should feel grateful and blessed to have this stuff. 1 Timothy 6 and 8. And having food and raiment, let us be therefore what? If you got food and clothes, hush, you're not broke. Nobody is broke with food and clothes. You're not broke. Food and clothes. If you get hungry enough, you're in a fellowship. Somebody's going to feed you. God will send somebody to feed you. In a fellowship. Amen. To show thankfulness for what we have, we should always give away a portion of it. Uh Uh-oh. Always give away a portion of it. I tell folk, we may give it away. Give it away. Give it away. I don't care how much it costs you. Give it away. Give some stuff away that you really want. Even the things we like and desire should be given away at times just to show how thankful we are. Quit selling stuff all the time. 
Amen. Some of y'all make more money on eBay than you make on your job. <laughs> Quit selling stuff all the time. Give some stuff away. Now, I'm not saying don't sell stuff because I sell stuff on eBay. But when it's people, y'all know, when it's people that I know, man, I mean, I'm going to try my best to give it to you. I'd rather give it to you. Give it away. We taught our kids that every young age. Our kids do that all the time. They, they do that. They give away and God continues to bless them. And you too. You just give it sometimes. Just, just sometimes give. Y'all know my wife. She's just a giving queen. Amen. Oh, talk about that later. When Christmas come. Oh, Lord. But, she, but she's just a giver. She's, I mean, and that's the way we should be. Because you know what? She remembers. She was there. She remembers what it was like to not have to give. Amen. So give some stuff away. You don't have to wait on the swap. Just give it away. You see a brother in here in need, just give it to him. See a sister in need, give it to her. Don't talk about him. Don't talk about nobody if you don't have it to give them. Luke 6 and 38, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men do what? Men gonna give it back. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured what? The way you give is the way you're gonna receive. That's the bottom line. Be thankful for like-minded believers to fellowship with. Man, y'all have no idea. You just don't have no, man, I get messages all week. Folks want to be here. They want to be here because they don't have this. Today, many people aren't fortunate to fellowship with like-minded believers. Even their own churches, they may, um, even in their own churches, they may not have sound doctrine or true believers to draw strength from. They just don't have what you have. Hebrews 10 and 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another so much the more as ye see the day approaching. So we're supposed to be a fellowship, but there are so many that just don't have the fellowship with like-minded believers. They go to church and don't like their church. They meet in a quarter each week. They don't want to hang with the folks in the church because they're not like those people. But you have a church body where we're all on the same page. Amen. And that is rare. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You can draw strength from each other. Strong delusion is causing so many to follow Internet teachers that misinterpret scripture and have seducing spirits that confuse, mislead and what? Deceive. I hear it every week. There's this preacher online. Will you get offline? I was just on the radio talking uh, or oh, the interview that I did with Carmina the other day. And I was telling her, I don't, I don't watch YouTube videos. You think I'm sitting on YouTube doing research? I don't know where those folks got that. I don't know them. You better get a book. You better get some books. Something that's been here a while. Tired of that, man. I've been doing my research. No, you haven't. You haven't done any research watching YouTube? That's Google. You trust Google? 
Oh, it got quiet on that. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. And then all they do is come in here, get ahead of the pastor, think they know something, and now they bored in here and want me to talk about what they watched on YouTube. I'm the shepherd, so I have the food for the sheep. I have a certain amount, and I give it out in certain portions. Because that's the way God gives it to me to give. That's what a shepherd does. If you requiring more, getting it from somewhere else, oh, then you're going to be discontent in here. God didn't structure the church like that. You got to always ride around listening to a different preacher than you getting food from different pastors. You're a scattered sheep. Every wind of doctrine is what it says. Man, I just preached right there. Yeah, man, you, you ain't got to, oh, I ain't got to listen to preaching because I might sin. Then the straight jacket, you need to drive yourself to the it's, it's insane asylum. You can't be saved without listening to some preaching. Well, I just need knowledge. I need you're here, you're going to get it as you need it. That's what church fellowship is. The Bible says that. They, they didn't need or want for anything in the first church. Because it was fully equipped to feed the people. Everyone had all things what? In common. I heard this preacher say this. Man, what do you think about this? What do you think? I don't think about that. I carry what God gives me at the pace I can do it. Things I say now, I couldn't have said 10 years ago because I wasn't ready. That stuff would have killed me. Or got me killed. There's a maturity I had to mature to. Amen. Oh yeah, preachers dropped dead. Because they got out of line with God. You read that about the young prophet in the Bible. Where he went and had orders from God. And then he went with the old prophet and tried to go hang with the old prophet. But the old prophet was somewhere he wasn't. So he dropped dead and the old prophet kept living. Because the old prophet, uh-oh, see, I'm, man, I could stay right here. Yeah, you following all these folks on, 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 on uh, the internet and stuff, and you don't even know them. It might be a robot putting that stuff up. Some of them have robot voices. And in Revelations, it, it says at 2 and 26 that if you ain't got to, you just, ooh, 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 you can't sleep. Marriage tore up. You don't trust nobody. Mandela effect got you. Everything you see change while you're reading it. And then come to me and admit what you think about. I don't think about that. Some folk, I mean, you cleaning the house with YouTube playing in the background. Like, like it's not tainted. Somebody said, well, you own that. Man, I was here before YouTube. Them clips you see of me, I preach those in church. That's different. I don't have a YouTube career. YouTube didn't call me to preach. Amen. Turn that stuff off and get somewhere and read the written word. How about that? You scared of the written word. You just want to hear a whole bunch of alien stuff. 
aliens come, you're going to be thumbing through the box. <laughs> Anybody got a Bible? Anybody got a Bible? <laughs> Alien going to chase you. But strong delusion, that's what it is. It's causing so many to follow internet teachers, misinterpreting scriptures, seducing spirits, confusing, misleading, and deceiving. And the, the, the ultimate goal is to keep you out of fellowship. That's what it's for. It's to make you hate the fellowship. Church in your mind. There's not a person in here that's going to stay saved without fellowship. You're going to go crazy. First John 2 and 18, little children, it is the last time, as you just heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now there are what? Many Antichrists. We know it's the last time. Many Antichrists. What's Antichrist? Antichrist. Well, somebody told me, why need a bottom now? She done unleashed another ministry. And now, now it's the vegan ministry. Oh, she's vegan now. No meat. So don't eat meat. Then they come out with a documentary. What the meat? What is it called? What the health? Everybody's scared to eat meat. Oh, scared. Oh, scared. Oh, man, I get hundreds. Hundreds of emails. Just hundreds. Pastor, what you think about this? I don't think anything about it because I don't watch it. I mean, well, what about meat? What about meat? I mean, meat, 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 meat. Boy, I got a slab of bacon. I got a slice of bacon right now. I'm about to put on this salad. What you talking about? And it's part two. Ooh, the meat, the, the meat. The, 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 we're not supposed to eat meat. See, when you eat meat, it's just, I'm going vegan. I'm going, man, go do whatever you want. Don't you know that's in the Bible? Bible says in the last days, people will be deceived and they will be forbidden people to eat meat. Are you that blind? But see, you don't read the written word. You don't read the written word. You're watching YouTube. Don't turn the meat off. I'm going to eat some meat. I'll chase a chicken down and catch it by his head. Come here, chicken. I wring his neck. I know the whole process. My uncle showed me everything. Shoot. I'm just going crazy, man. What about we changing our diet? We just all organic and we just, oh, you keep spending all that money. I ain't eating all organic. That costs too much. Husband working four jobs just to feed you organically. Boy, you better be glad you ain't married to me. I had you out there planting a garden. On your patio in them apartments. Get some buckets of dirt. You finna grow herbs in the balcony. You need organic all the time. You go weak, boy. It's just ridiculous. Look at Land. Look, look at his muscles. He didn't never eat organic until four years ago. Look how big that boy is. Boy ate everything on the shelf. We wasn't buying no organic. Man, you better do what you can do and bless it. Attending a church where your family can grow in truth and among like-minded believers is precious. Knowing those that labor among you is essential in producing a true what? 
man. First Thessalonians 5 and 12. And we beseech you who? The church. To know them that what? Labor among you. And over you in the Lord. And admonish you. You need to know them. You need to know them. So all this Google stuff, you don't know them folks. He just told you, you're supposed to know them. Be thankful for life, health, and what? Man, be thankful your mind. Remember how crazy you are? Anybody here used to be crazy? You couldn't even think straight. Somebody tell you the truth and your brain would twist it. Go in the air and just spin it before it gets to your understanding. You was crazy. Amen. Somebody told you about creation road 10 years ago, you'd have cussed them out. What? But you better thank God for your changed mind. Amen. We should always give thanks to God for life, health, and strength. We show our thankfulness by taking care of our bodies. Uh-oh. And doing things that promote what? Okay, let's, 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 let's stay here for a little while. We should always give thanks to God for what? Life, health, and strength. We show our thankfulness. This is how you give thanks. Not just with your mouth. Thank you, Lord, for these potato chips. Nah, for all these Doritos. Nope, you need to take care of your body and do things that do what? Promote good health. That's how you give him thanks. You're thanking him. Amen. You ain't smoking because smoking is not good for your temple. Right? Amen. Fat back, you're going to eat that once a year. You can't eat that every weekend. Soul food. You can't eat that every weekend. And after you eat it, you're going to take off running <laughs> on a treadmill or something because you're going to promote good health because that's your temple. You only get one of them. You get one body. So we're going to show God how appreciative we are for our life, health, and strength by taking care of our bodies. Amen. It don't have to be organic. You can eat non-organic. Just don't eat as much as you eating. It'll be there. Save some. Have you ever calculated the amount of food you eat at one time? I promise you it's too much. Break it in half and eat the rest later after you metabolize the little bit you ate first. Let your metabolism catch up with your intake. You'll be healthy that way. Amen. And quit getting online showing all the pies you're going to eat. I can't believe folks do that, man. Look at this cake. Like, 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 heart, heart, heart. <laughs> Third John 2, beloved, I wish above all things that you may as prosper and what? Be in health, even as you say, God wants you healthy. So take, look at somebody and say, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Having our eyes open to the truth of God's word should never be taken for granted. We should be thankful for the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ shining the light on our what? Darkness. Man, do you know if you keep giving thanks to God for your deliverance, you'll be delivered? If you keep talking about the devil and how he got you, he's got you. I'm not giving the devil that kind of glory. Yeah, man, I was doing good, but that old Beelzebub. 
Y'all know he got tricks. <laughs> Start giving God thanks for his deliverance. Second Corinthians 4 and 4, and whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel. So that was all of us that believe not, but the light of the glorious gospel shined on us, the image of God. And it shined unto us and we accepted it. And we should give thanks to God because there are so many blind people. It is a blessing to be able to change our history and rewrite it in the lives of our families. What we know now can change our lineage and make things better for generations to come. Amen. Isaiah 54 and 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. Amen. So the things we went through, we can stop our children from going through it with just a conversation. Amen. When you were, when you were young, you didn't get that conversation. You had to make it up as you were going and guess and use your own brain and your crazy friends to try to figure stuff out. But now you got a mother. Now you're a mother and a father. You can go to your children and talk to them sensibly. And work things out with them. Be thankful for that. Amen. Summary. Giving thanks to God is something we must never forget to do. We owe him so much. Our thankfulness is an act of faith that keeps us humble and not selfish. When we continue to give thanks to God for the things we have and all that he has done for us, we are crediting him with the power to do those things and not ourselves. So when we give thanks to God, it's him. When we don't give thanks to him, it's us. We're crediting him by giving thanks. This is humility that overcomes pride and arrogance. Humbleness keeps us from living for the opinions of others as well. When God is doing it and we thank him for it, then the opinions of others will not matter to us at all. Amen. First Thessalonians 5 and 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, do what? Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. Everyone stand to your feet. We should give thanks to God all the time for everything. Amen? Give thanks to God. You got food. You have family. You have a fellowship. Most of you right now, you may, some of you may not have even thought about it. But you have everything you prayed for 10 years ago. Think back. Everyone close your eyes. Come on. And bow your heads. Think back. Think back to all the prayers that God has answered for you. Sometimes we can be so enamored with what we want right now. We forget where we were, what we asked for, and how he delivered. He delivered. He delivered. You said you wanted to be with like-minded believers you're here. You said you wanted a better job. You have it. You said you wanted to understand the word and be somewhere where the word is taught. You have it. Most of you in here have the things that you desired. Don't let the enemy steal that from you. Some of you wanted a husband and you've been married for years. Some of you came here looking for your wife she's standing right next to you 
Some of you couldn't have children. And you have them now. God has answered you. And he deserves thanksgiving. So right now where you're standing with your heads bowed, I want you to just lift your hands. And think of those things that he did for you. And take this time right now to thank him for it. Just thank him for it. You're making more money right now. You live better right now. There are things in your life that are better. Because you asked for it. And he blessed you with it. You're not where you used to be. You may not be where you're trying to be. Or you may not be where you're going to be. But you're not where you used to be. And he deserves thanks for that. So Lord, we just thank you, God, for being so great, so merciful, so mighty that you answered our prayers. And some of us forgot what we prayed, but we are standing here in the midst of prayers answered. We're standing in the midst of miracles, miraculous doings at your hand. You've done things. Some of us had lost our minds. I'm one of them. And I couldn't see past that situation to think that I would ever be okay. And you made, not only made things okay, but you made me better. We thank you. Some of us were sick in our bodies, Lord. Couldn't see past that sickness. Thought that that was going to be our undoing. And we are standing here on the other side of it. We owe you thanks. Some of us just went through traumatic experiences, something that was terrible. Couldn't believe that we would make it through it. It hurt so bad. We're on the other side now, and you're already working things out for our good. We see your hand in it. We see that it was you, and we owe you thanks. For some of us, you saved us. From making a mistake, from error, from doing something that would have harmed us, we owe you thanks. So right now, come on, just thank him. He's worthy of it. He deserves it. This is his season. So we give him thanks. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for looking out for us. Thank you, God, for caring for us. Thank you, Lord, for taking care of us. Thank you, Lord, for taking us from grace to grace, glory to glory, maturing us, making us better. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise, glory, and honor for it. And for all you're going to do in 2018, we thank you in advance. Things will just be better. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name.
You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com. 